one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story, which comes from ClearCard92. and says, am I the arsehole for rejecting my husband's offer to join him for a family funeral after he explicitly uninvited me? I tried to keep this brief. Husband, 28 male, and I, 30 female, have been together for a decade. Have a house together, no kids, we both work. We have a couple of dogs, the works. We met in college. I was local, he was from out of state. All of his family therefore lives out of state. When he graduated, we stayed in my state, as he didn't want to move back to his home state. This past week, his grandfather passed away. He was over 100 years old, so while the family has been bracing for his passing for a number of years, the actual passing was quite sudden and unexpected. I, of course, was there for him when he found out, helped him and his family in arranging grandpa's funeral services, etc. They decided on an intimate viewing with burial right after. I respect that completely. I asked my husband how he's getting back home in such a short period of time. I offered to drive. We price check against bus tickets, train tickets, planes, etc. He says he'd like to go alone because he's concerned about finances. And besides, our dog takes daily medications and I'd need to stay home to manage this. I'd already let my bosses know I may need to take time off and had already arranged with a neighbor to be on call for medicating our dog. But okay, I understand his point. We can't afford to both get tickets out. That's fine. Just let me know how I can support you, you know. The funeral is planned for Wednesday. He originally says he needs to be there Tuesday so he will work on flying out Monday. Then he decides he will just drive and volunteers my car, not his, for this trip. I says that's fine and since we no longer need to worry about buying tickets, does he want me to join him to support him after the funeral? He says no, that it should be just family and ultimately he wants to be there 100% for his dad with no distractions. I'm a little hurt, but at the end of the day, it's his family and his grief and it isn't about me. Then he decides that he should really leave Friday night. That way he has time to get there and spend some time with his family before the funeral and he won't have to miss work. He says he wants to work from home the Monday and Tuesday and he will only need to take off the Wednesday and he'd be driving home after, getting him home that night. Okay, seems fair. A little longer than I expected, but again, his family, his job, not my say. Yesterday he calls me to let us know his family has decided to play hooky on Monday and have a big get together, including his sister and her husband and his brother and his wife and kids. He also informs me that he will probably stay through the week so as to not miss any work unnecessarily and will return home Sunday. At this point, my feelings are incredibly sore. He assured me for years that I'm a part of his family and that I'm not an outsider, even though I have felt that way often. He first disinvited me because of the finances. Then when finances were no longer the issue, he said it was because it was an intimate family gathering. But his siblings-in-law are welcome. 
He's concerned about missing work and wants to stay even longer, but is willing to be off his computer Monday without calling off to go to a big impromptu reunion. Then he has my car and leaves me with a busted van for twice as long as he originally was going to be gone. I let him know I was feeling hurt and even though I knew it wasn't about me and it was a mournful event, I didn't hold things against him. I did feel very specifically excluded and like I wasn't part of his family. He said I was being selfish and I've been keeping my distance from him in terms of communication since. Today he texted me to ask when I wanted him home as his siblings were going to take some time off if he were allowed to stay longer so they could all catch up and go out and all that jazz. I told him to just come home when he wanted and to give me 24 hours notice so I could watch to make sure he got home safe. It's a 12 hour drive and we share our locations. I turned off notifications as I was pretty heated. Now he's blowing up my phone saying they want to buy me a one-way ticket out to be with them. At this point, I've already told my bosses I won't need the time off. I told my neighbor he won't be needed after all. He's already made plans for the week. I made plans to see friends, work on the house, etc. I called him and said no, that I had been excluded from the start and I wasn't going to scramble to make plans to assuage whatever guilt he felt when he was called out. He said that it was a hard week and his grandfather just died and that I was being an asshole for not giving him grace and understanding. I feel like I've given him nothing but grace and understanding from the start. So before I say anything I regret Reddit, am I the asshole? Opie then also added an edit on the post which says went past the character limit but edit, I left for groceries and came back. Didn't expect this much of a response to clarify a few points that have come up. One, I can 100% guarantee he is not cheating. First, because I helped plan the funeral, so I know that's where he went. Second, because as I said, we share locations, so I can see clearly that he's been at his dad's house since arriving Saturday morning. And third, because his family moved while we were in college, and the only people he knows in that area is family. He's a grade A introvert and has worked from home for years. No business trips, etc. I have to practically pull teeth to get him to be social, so I doubt he's been able to cultivate an entire relationship in his free time. Two, Normally, we have a very open and transparent relationship. We communicate very effectively, and I've been trying to brush the slights off throughout the process, as I have a lot more experience with grief, and this is his first familial loss. I know when someone dies, especially when plans aren't made before their passing, and especially when you need to figure out travel, one can become very singularly focused and not in their right mind. I genuinely don't attribute his actions to malice, but the singular thought of, I need to get there. I need to make sure my dad is okay. Three, his dad is neurotic at the best of times and can be genuinely unhinged under periods of high emotion. I think my husband's motivation was to create as few people in the house as possible so his dad could process his grief openly without having to be performative for guests, even if the guest is his daughter-in-law. I don't think he expected his dad to question why I wasn't there. I think he expected his dad to be upset if I came along. Four, for a variety of reasons, the funeral was going to be him, his dad and his siblings only. Being able to speak to grandpa for a little while before he was buried. None of the in-laws were invited to this. I had no qualms about this. I only met the man once in his 100th birthday and couldn't have recognized me from Adam at that point anyway. It wasn't the funeral exclusion I was upset about. It was the trip to be with the family as a whole, as he was going to be there longer than the funeral. 5. We are within reasonable driving distance of my family where he only sees his family three to four times a year. For him taking the opportunity of the funeral to spend extra time to see family isn't suspect to me. Again, the upset comes from not being able to see his family too. 
as they are now my family as well. Now I'm just wondering what his real reason as to why. Is he really not expecting any of the other in-laws to turn up to this funeral? What is it? Is it this just grief at play? And like, I'm not making excuses for it, but you know, grief does weird shit to people. But like we always say, you know, grief, mental health, whatever, is never an excuse to be an ass. And I can see why OP is incredibly upset about this. The post comes across as, you are not part of the family. And I think he's turned up and the rest of the family's gone, you know, where's your wife? And we could go down the path of, you know, he really doesn't consider her family. I hope that's not the case, or it could be a stupid grief-driven message. As I said, it's not an excuse for it, but I guess we're going to find that out in a moment. But we'll start with Riz, who says, not the arsehole. I'm sure one of his siblings or their significant other has noticed you missing and said something. I'm sure he lied, and he's not freaking out because one call or text, you will tear his lies apart, and his ass will be grass from his family be one thing if he did fly out and it was expenses that stopped both of you but now he has no excuse odd welcome says grace and understanding are things meant for mistakes or trying moments he made a full-blown pattern of finding every excuse to exclude you and treat you as an afterthought once there and the questions began flowing making him or you look bad he wants to fix it all for him forget that let him know that you are giving him grace by staying away as he clearly wanted you can't undo that decision last minute for him now. You'll have to live with the consequences of his decision, just as he forced you to do. If you need to, I wouldn't even fault you for asking him to just stay no contact until he is on his way back. That way your existence won't further complicate his family and set of choices. Once he is back home, give him a few days and show him this post. Ask him if that is who he wants to be, or if it is who you deserve. Then just sit silently until he is done reading and ask to answer. Make him actually face his decision head on. Brissy says, not the asshole. I suspect his family asked why the hell you weren't there and he explained. At which point, they told him he was being an asshole and offered to fly you out. In quotes, he said that it was a hard week and his grandfather just died. And that I was being an asshole for not giving him grace and understanding. I said all he did all week was repeatedly essentially tell you, you're not really part of my family. And his family clearly got on this case about it, so he grudgingly offered you a last-minute half-assed invite. When you were, understandably less than thrilled with all this, he starts screeching about a lack of understanding. He's got a nothing but. I would have been done with this bullshit far sooner than you were. In cases like this, I'd normally think the in-laws were the problem. But the vibe I get from the order of events is that they expected you to be there because you're part of the family. And it's just your husband that is weirdly insisting on keeping you at arm's length. You mentioned this, in quotes, he's assured me for years that I'm part of his family and that I'm not an outsider, even though I have felt that way often. And then says, I have to ask, who makes you feel more like that, him or his family? Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. But OP does come in to update the post and they said this will not be brief, but it's probably not the bombshell plot twist everyone expected. So I took your advice and reached out to my father-in-law to share my condolences and express that I wished I could be there but he wanted to respect my husband's wishes that it be family only. And no, I was not passive aggressive about it. I'm not trying to pit family against one another despite what some have implied. He called me immediately. He apologized on behalf of my husband and said he and the family were surprised that I hadn't come along. As when husband said he was driving, they assumed any conflict of finances were no longer relevant and that I'd be joining him as I always do. I guess they tore husband the new one when he explained what happened and insisted he call and invite me and they'd pay for my ticket out there so I wouldn't have to drive the busted van. He said I'm part of the family and should be involved. I sucked up my ego and took the offer because I don't want this to hang over us for the rest of our marriage for one and thoughtlessness or not my husband deserves to be supported after seeing his grandfather. As I said in my previous post I understand grief very well I know it can fog our normal sensibilities and I've been sympathetic to this throughout this whole affair. I asked my bosses if I could work from home. They said that was fine. And while my neighbor was unavailable, I managed to convince my sister to stay at the house for a few days in exchange for a childcare down the road. I flew out this morning and my husband picked me up, so we had a good while to speak privately before getting to his dad's. He says that he genuinely thought after the chaos of arranging the viewing and hearing how distraught his dad was that it was going to be a brief, solemn, intimate visit and that nobody would be bringing their spouses along. He says it didn't even occur to him that just because the viewing was immediate family only, it didn't mean the whole visit was. He thought his dad was going to need a lot more support, but on getting there, he realized his dad was in pretty good spirits and pretty level-headed and that he wasn't going to need to be dad's rock for the whole visit. Then when his siblings started to arrive with their families, he realized he fucked up, but was embarrassed to admit it since he turned down my offer to come along, no less than five times, and didn't want to admit he fucked up. The family noticed my absence and asked him what happened. He said he insisted I stay home and that, and that I wanted to come along to be available to him and family. And I guess they smacked him upside the head and told him to get his wife on the phone and that I needed to be there too. And he was being a dick. As I'd suspected, he could only think about making sure his dad was okay. Someone asked if my husband has ADD and yes, he is diagnosed and medicated for it. He added that growing up, his dad was prone to huge tantrums when he was upset and would often scream at people and throw things, which I have witnessed. And with emotions being high this weekend, he was hesitant anyway to subject me to that. And I told him that I'd seen it before and I'm obviously more than capable of giving people some leeway when they are hurting. And if that was an issue, I had no problem removing myself or the both of us from the situation until it became safe. I asked why he felt it was okay to change plans so many times and not even clue me in. He said that he was caught up in the chaos of the sudden gathering and didn't feel he had the spine to tell anyone to wait to make further plans until he could talk to me. As I'd already given him shit for my not being there in the first place, he figured an ask for forgiveness, not permission strategy was the best one. I mentioned that I posted about this on Reddit and that it received a lot of responses. Before he hears about it from a disembodied voice reading it over a video of a Minecraft backdrop, I wanted to show him everything first. He was upset that I had shared this vulnerable time but was understanding that he put me in a hard situation and that at the end of the day, I needed support and advice and I was asking because I cared about him, not because I wanted him laid out. We agreed that regardless of his motivations at the time, 
there was some serious concern with how blasé he was about leaving me behind and how ready he was to say I wasn't close enough to come. We are going to be seeking counselling, both for us and for working through some of his own familial trauma and overall grief counselling, as this is his first close death. And there were some more initial questions to OP that was coming from the comments in the first and the second post. So someone said, why did you let him take your car? OP said at the time it was only supposed to be a three-day max trip. As I commented in the original, he broke a side mirror on his van and didn't feel comfortable taking it on a 12-hour highway drive with limited visibility. I agreed with that concern as I wanted him to be safe and it would only be for three days. The limited my own driving wouldn't be an issue. Ten days, not so easy to manage. Someone asks, why can't you just communicate like adults? And Opie says, we do, and we did. I didn't feel it was necessary to detail every word said, but I did say we had discussed my feelings before he left, during his first post-departure plan change. And again, when he changed his mind. The first two times I tread gently, but expressed my feelings transparently and offered full support of his emotions. The third time I was less gentle, but still firm, and placed a boundary on how my time and efforts were to be respected. I wasn't just keeping this all inside, I promise. Someone shouts, he's cheating, and Opie says, no he isn't. As a regular on Best of Redder updates in Am I the Arsehole, on my main I totally understand where this is coming from, but genuinely he isn't. As I mentioned before, we share locations and I can plainly see where he is at any time. Since his arrival, he's been firmly with father-in-law, and there are no exes or old flames in the area. Anytime he's visited family up until the last trip for the last decade, I've been with him. So he hasn't had the opportunity to cultivate a side piece even if he wanted to. Someone says, why do you feel alienated? Opie says his family is very wealthy and focused on financial growth over familial connection and was like this during husband's upbringing as well. They have previously expressed classes views but stopped when they learned of my upbringing. Broke as shit. They've expressed to husband that they don't understand why he doesn't take longer hours, but why I won't pursue a higher paying career in my field, etc. when we chose our careers to have a better work-life balance. I've also recently learned they've made some less than great comments to my husband about his and my weight and how they feel we're better than blatant laziness and gluttony. I don't think it was relevant at the time, but since many people asked, we separated briefly in 2017, two years before we married as he had just graduated college and was in a crisis of direction. While it was amicable and we got back together within two months, his dad had told him that he was glad he dropped the leech. When husband said it was just a break while he figured stuff out, he rescinded the comment. Yes, this was six years ago, but I've always been suspicious of their treatment since then. That said, I'm not rude to them, despite some assumptions. I'm the same around them as my own family. Lastly, yes, I used the term his and my throughout the post. This does not mean I don't consider our families blended or I don't accept his side as my own. It's merely for clarification and to emphasize that I knew this weekend was not about me. Which is why I didn't make a fuss until plans had been changed for the hundredth time with no explanation or warning. Someone said to OP, I don't understand why you can't go to the funeral. OP says, it's a long story but the bulk of it is this. Grandpa lived in Texas during his final years, not hubby's home state. Being older than God, his wife had passed a long time before and he wanted to be buried alongside her. He was 101 when COVID hit and his other son, his caretaker, made end-of-life arrangements during the pandemic, assuming he'd die that year. Because of gathering restrictions, this didn't involve a funeral. Just shipping him to his home state and burying him in his plot his wife was laid in. 
This was never changed after the pandemic ended and he continued to spite morality. When he passed, father-in-law and husband's siblings did not get a chance to say goodbye and the funeral home was unwilling to change plans to allow him to be seen as the family was in hysterics and grief. I took it upon myself to get in contact with the other son, the funeral home and the cemetery to arrange a viewing. At the end of it all, we managed to secure a private, brief viewing for immediate family to say goodbye before he was buried. Nothing formal, no priest, just grandpa and his son and three kids in a room for 15 minutes. Well, I wish we could have arranged more. This is all we could manage. And I'm not even a little bit upset that I couldn't be at the viewing. They deserve privacy and intimacy in that vulnerable time. Someone says, how do you expect him to act next time things get hard? If he says, I don't know. I know he supported me completely in a two-year battle with cancer and through four miscarriages. And with my brother's attempted suicide, I've supported him through years of addiction recovery and other trauma. He was a bit thoughtless and self-centered this go around, and I grant that. I think my feelings in the matter were totally valid. I don't think he's a bad man or a bad husband. Grief is a son of a bitch, and I don't expect anyone to be in their right mind. We have a good relationship. I don't want a funeral to be the end of it. Someone says, why would you even post this if you felt you were in the right? Maybe he says I didn't. I snapped at a man who was out of state for a funeral. I wouldn't ask if I was the arsehole or not if I had no doubt that I was in the right. I felt it was important to discuss my feelings in the event. There was any semblance of deliberate intention. I wanted to hold that space for if it was unintentional. Someone says, why are you such a doormat? Opie says, I uphold boundaries 99% of the time and stand my ground on my needs. He does the same. A family member died and he was in disarray. I'm willing to ease up on technicalities while someone is going through it, just as I hope others would do for me. Thank you again for all the advice and thoughts. It really helped me see more clearly how things happened and helped me navigate this very delicate situation. I hope this is the last of this saga, but if shit comes out of the field, I'll be sure to drop another update. I really dislike doormat comments in, in posts like this. Like, like people are expected to just deal with stuff perfectly every single time and there was a lot of breakup comments on this and i'm just thinking this, this couple's been together married for over a decade and whilst yes i still believe that the husband made some you know shit choices in all this absolutely i just think opie's a very compassionate a very compassionate person to, to step back and see the bigger picture that you know there could be a lot of grief going on here again not excusing it and understands that he might not be quite in his right mind at the moment you know we can people can take stabs at this in all sorts of different ways but i'm super glad that they did communicate in the end you know the, the extra comments on the end there about the family and and what they they said about op calling op a leech it's sort of like yeah that just sounds bloody awful but but now i'm going to turn this one to you guys what do you guys make of this situation how would you deal with it if it was you let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for being involved and hopefully we'll see you in the next one. Take care and much love.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 